0: Pony trick comic k a a a a a a a a Hello, and welcome, dear listener, to the Pony Tricks Comic Cast. The last Pony Tricks Comic Cast, mind you. And in honor of it being the last one, I'm gonna try and just just spit that catchphrase. Uh, I feel like I can get it pretty quick, but I don't know. I'm gonna uh, long time it, long time it. You can bust out stopwatch. Um. Do I have to say the whole thing? Well, Comcast. I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna say the welcome part. I'm just gonna say the catchphrase, the episodic retelling of one Valley, handsome young man's week in pop culture. I'm a. I. You know, every week I train. Try and say as fast as I can. I got a stopwatch here. They're start. They're stop. Okay, got it. Woman Comcast. The episodic retelling of Woman Valley, handsome young man's week and pop culture. One point nine five seconds. One point nine five seconds. I feel like I can. I feel like I can do better. I'm gonna try three times. I'm gonna try three times. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write these times down. I'm gonna write, the, yeah, three times. So first try, you know, 1.95 seconds. I feel like I can get it in one and a half seconds. All right, Comcast. The episode We That doesn't count. That ended up in 1.96 seconds. Okay. Episode of We talking One for Families. We're making pop culture. 1.91 seconds. 1.91 seconds. I clearly, I'm not gonna. I'm, this isn't gonna happen in in one point. Five seconds. One more. One more for the road. And then you can stop listening forever. Yep. Nope. Not gonna happen. Not even gonna happen. Not even gonna happen. 1.91 seconds. I can say in less than two seconds. I can say in less than You just... just okay. Uh, uh, rewind. Hello. Hello. and Welcome to the final episode of the Point Tricks Comic Cast. The episodic retelling of one profoundly handsome young man this week in pop culture, and quite frankly, what has now become the episodic retelling of one fulfilling handsome young man's year in pop culture. When you think about it that way, you know, maybe I'm a little proud of this now that I'm looking back on it. This is episode 52, it's gone up every week. This is actually the 56th episode, there were four bonus episodes, but I've done this every week for a year. And while, you know, this certainly isn't the most entertaining podcast on iTunes, that's right, it's on iTunes, I don't know, you know, uh, it's kind of cool to have done it on a weekly basis, we'll get more into that later, I I got some plans for this last episode, nothing too entertaining, am I right? But why don't we start off, let's start off business as usual, let's start off business as usual. Uh, Back to our regularly scheduled programming. What have I been up to? Well, first and foremost, last week's episode, the ultimate, penultimate, spectacular, extravaganza, whatever it was called, went up a day early, a night early, if you will, because uh, on Wednesday night, you know, comic book day, I was three hours away from my humble abode on a work night to go see Slipknot. On the Prepare for Hell Tour. That's right. That's right. Uh, prepare for Hell just means prepare to drive way, way far away from your city to another city, like two major cities up the coast, and then back. Uh, and then get an hour and a half of sleep and go to work the next day. Let me tell you, it was all right. It was worth it. It was a good pit. It was a good pit. It was a good mosh pit. I'll work some stuff out in the pit. You know, you really you, you can work some stuff out in the pit. Uh, the opener? Well, there were two. One was called like King Eight Ten. I don't know. Whatever. Um, the the I made it to like the last song of their set, and like a chorus of one of their songs was like, "Are you scared? Are you scared of the dark?" And I was like, "Oh boy." Ugh. So that was an opener. I mean, you know, whatever. Not my cup of tea. I'm sure someone out there likes them. Slipknot. Apparently, the second opener though was Corn. That's right. Corn is now opening. Opening for Slipknot. That's pretty crazy. I uh, was a I was a pretty big f- Corn fan for a, a long time in my youth as a as a teen. Though by the time I was no longer a teen proper, I was not really into Corn anymore. And I've only seen them live one other time. I saw them in two thousand six for their sort of revamped Family Values tour. And they put on they put on a good show. I mean I enjoyed it cause you know it's one of those bands where like, oh, this song. Oh that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a fun show. But since then kind of grown out of touch with that band. But I'll say this Uh they came out on stage and kinda instantly it it was It was good to see them, you know? In the last last month and a half or so, I've now seen Limp Bizkit, Korn, and Slipknot in concert. So it's been a trip down memory lane, and I've consequently gone back on my iPod and listened to those bands, and kind of rehashed some old memories. And with Limp Bizkit and Slipknot, it was quite fun, turned into sort of a, a nostalgia binge. With corn, I couldn't quite get into it. I went back and listened to you know my old favorite corn songs, and I, I couldn't quite get into it. Even after the show, I didn't quite get into because it it's just not it doesn't it doesn't speak to me anymore. But it was good to see him. The way I keep explaining it to people is like uh, it's like I'm in in Walmart, you know, at like uh, nine thirty p.m. on like a Tuesday because I got to pick up like I don't know. A poster board for my dumb kid science project or something and I'm in the science project section and then like who's oh my gosh it's my eighth grade science teacher how are you and like you remember your eighth grade science teachers being kind of fat and like weird and like not well but you see them now in the Walmart at 9.30 on Tuesday and they're looking like trim and proper and they're energetic and they're happy to see you and it's like, oh, this is great, and you shake their hand, I'm well, you're well, that's great, I'm glad you're doing well. You know, you part ways and you're driving back from Walmart with your dumb kids, you know, poster board, and oh, I'm glad to see that teacher, they're doing well, that's excellent, and, you know, it makes you feel good. That was what seeing corn was like. Let me tell you, the pit for corn, not great. A Little too much, little much. Little much. Pit for Slipknot was great, though. Yeah, Slipknot came out and their set was just like a giant goat head. You know, because of the devil. It's crazy. They put on a good show. They put on a real good show. They do not disappoint. Except, and I'm going to sound like a weirdo here, wish they'd played more of the new stuff. They really don't play much from the new album. And what they did play was not what I wanted them to play from the new album. But, you know. You can't have your giant goat head and pyrotechnics and eat it too. Pirate, there were pyrotechnics, it was fire. <laughs> Two concerts I've seen fire at, Kanye West and Slipknot. There might have been another one. There definitely was more fire at Slipknot. So yeah, it was a crazy show, but that was a Wednesday night. So I put the penultimate, ultimate extravaganza up a night early. And now I'm back, we're back on regularly scheduled programming, though I'm recording this on Saturday. Last episode, getting ahead of it. You know, wanted to make sure I had plenty of time. Stretch out, you know, have a heart-to-heart. All that crap. Still sitting on my medicine ball. You know, exercise ball or whatever. That didn't happen in episode one. Good times. What else have I been up to? TV, still watching Batman 66. Still fantastic. I'm also... I watched the first season of Arrow. And I loved it but I was sort of afraid that I was watching it wrong because it got to the point where my favorite characters on the show were Arrow's ex-girlfriend's dad and Arrow's ex-girlfriend's boyfriend. So no, just loved them. They're great, right? They're great. So that was weird, but I mean, hey, you enjoy, you enjoy. But so I'm watching The Flash this week which is also on CW, the same channel as Arrow, and it takes place in the same universe, a crossover. There's cross-pollination with characters and stuff. There's going to be like a two-episode crossover coming up in a few weeks. And I'm sitting in the last episode of Flash, and I realize that my favorite characters on The Flash are The Flash's love interest's dad and The Flash's love interest's boyfriend so I'm watching them both wrong but hey the heart wants what it wants and the heart wants a gruff, beloved policeman father figure and a pretty boy boyfriend I mean I don't want a pretty boy boyfriend but I want you know to know a pretty boy boyfriend like somebody else's a pretty boy boyfriend you know I don't know what do you want from me God. oh my gosh Episode cancelled. Uh, so yeah, I haven't started the second season of Arrow, because I'm very upset about the first season of Arrow. If you've watched it, it's self-explanatory, mm, but I'll probably get to that after I'm done with this. I'll watch an episode or something, because I mean, I've heard season two is just bonkers, because a lot of people are like, oh, season one is a drag, season two, and by the end of season one, I really love that show, so we'll see, we'll see. I didn't, you know, didn't really do too much, too much excitement, I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Unity, let me tell you, when I was in college, back in the day, if a game came out on Tuesday, Saturday afternoon, at the latest, I was done with that game, I'm, I, I'll be shocked if I beat Assassin's Creed Unity before December, you'll never know, am I right? Ah, uh, uh, you, you will know because I'll write about it on the Pony Tricks blog. But yeah, I just don't. Oh, I can't. Can't get into them as much. I don't know. I enjoy Unity. It looks nice. Still weird that all the people in France speak with an English accent. But uh, yeah, you know, Far Cry Four's out now. I kind of would rather be playing that. But like, I'm. I'm gonna beat this game first. And then I really was interested in LEGO Batman 3 and Little Big Planet 3, but both of those games have gotten sort of less than stellar reviews. So I might just not get them. You know? I don't know. And Dragon Age is supposed to be good, but I like it's taking me this long on Assassin's Creed. I don't have it in me to play Dragon Age. If it's not Mass Effects or some sort of Bethesda game. I don't see me ever committing to one of them big old giant RPGs again. Who knows? Who knows? You don't, cuz again, you know, you probably know. You'll probably know. Pony Tricks, the blog, pretty good this week. A lot of a lot of stuff happened in this past week. Nightcrawler, there's a review of the movie Nightcrawler. There was the penultimate, ultimate spectacular, yada yada. There was maybe something else, and lastly, between this episode and the last episode, I posted, uh, tried something a little new, tried something a little new. I saw the movie John Wick, Keanu Reeves movie. It's an action movie. See how Grayjoy kills the doc, and he just goes on a rampage, Keanu style. And I, I mean, I probably could have written a review of it. I, I guess, but. That just seemed, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, didn't, that didn't interest me. I didn't want to have a discussion about John Wick. Not to say it was bad, I I liked it, you know. But I didn't feel like writing out a discussion, pondering John Wick. So instead, I wrote five very poorly formatted haiku, or haikus. Look, I googled it, it said it could go either way for the plural. I get I put haikus in the title, maybe I should put five haiku, whatever, I put haikus, what do you want from me? Am I destroying a cultural staple by using it to adapt a movie that got 60 something on Metacritic? Yeah maybe, yeah maybe, but you know, what do you want from- I read Akira Kurosawa's autobiography, that's got to count for something, maybe. And look, syllables, syllables are a myth, they're up in the air. Keanu, it's like three syllables. Okay, but what about also? That's, you're gonna tell me also is two syllables? Also, also, I say it one, look, you clap it. Also, also, it can go either way. It can go either way, syllables are dumb. So yeah, maybe my haikus are a little cutting edge in their use of the syllable, but whatever. I adapted John Wick, starring Keanu Reeves, into five haiku, and you can read it on Ponytricks. And there's illustrated. It's great. It's great. You should be so lucky. You, you should read. Please read it, or don't. Do whatever. So that's on pony tricks. That is on pony tricks. And that's about all that's going on outside of this week's books. So let's just get to this week's books. Um, the last, the last kind of collection of books I'll be going over for this bad boy. It was pretty good. Not insane. It's not like a greatest hits collection or anything, but I mean, I'm actually looking through. I mean, several of my favorite books this week. Right, right off the top, we have Amazing Spider-Man number ten, which is Spider Verse Part Two, uh, featuring the Superior Spider-Man by Dan Slott. I, you know, I said it before, I said it again. I, I thought this was gonna be dumb, Spider Verse. Turns out, it's pretty great. You got Spider-Man with a mohawk made of spikes, that's pretty cool. You got all sorts of girl Spider-Mans. You still have Spider-Man pig, hello it's a Spider-Man pig, and now you've got Peter Parker Spider-Man coming face to face with the British Spider-Man, it is fantastic. But first and foremost, hello again, there is a pig who's dressed like a spider, also a British Spider-Man. Let's figure out who his British Spider-Man is. They haven't revealed his identity yet. I'm thinking Hugh Laurie, right? House M.D. Bet you didn't know he was British. Well, he's British. Or Ray Fiennes. Or the little guy. The little fella. Martin Freeman. That little guy. He, maybe it's him. Is he really little or is he just Bilbo Baggins? I don't know. But this British Spider-Man, he's someone. He's someone. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for him to reveal who he is. I I think it's Hugh Laurie. So I'm going to give Amazing Spider-Man number 10. One-on-one pig, Spider-Pig guy, and one-on-one Hugh Laurie. Am I right? I am right. Next on the docket, the other big Marvel event happening right now. Spider-Verse is awesome. Axis is not so much. Axis number 6, which means we are two-thirds of the way through this insufferable event. It's That's really strong words. Insufferable is a strong word. It's got Daredevil in it. I'll tell you that much. Look, I didn't really enjoy the first issue of Superior Iron Man, because Iron Man seemed lame in it, but Daredevil's in Superior Iron Man right now. And this sort of like subplot running through Axis of Daredevil opposing Tony Stark in San Francisco is interesting to me. And I'm pretty sure I'm gonna keep reading Superior Iron Man just for that. Cause Daredevil's awesome. You gotta say. Tony Stark, he's being a D-piece. Okay? Most of the people in this book are being a D-piece. I don't know. It seems kinda It seems like they're just being like flipping flipping characters for the sake of flipping them. I don't know, half these characters don't even know well in the first place. They made some sort of bomb that's gonna kill people. Like a reverse bomb for killing X-Men, but it's for killing not-X-Men. I don't know. And I don't think this is a case of, oh well if you sit down and read this as one volume when it's all out it'll be better. I don't know. And Tony Stark looks like a D piece also on the cover. I don't know, what is he drinking, a martini? What is that? He's got his iPod armor. Oh my goodness. I don't even know. But Daredevil represent um... mostly, oh and it's got Quicksilver in it also look, what's with these young people with grey hair in these books? Why, why do they keep doing this? Same with Black Cat what's the deal? Why are you giving people white hair? Oh sexy lady but she's got white hair and Quicksilver, oh he's so fast and young and feral but he's got white hair, it's dumb Oh, white hair is the worst who do you think they are? Eminem? Eminem's hair wasn't even white. It was bleached. There's no real slim shading in these books, I'll tell you that much. It's like, uh, it's like... What was that Eminem album? Relapse. That wasn't Eminem. Am I right? Axis number six? Relapse. What's with all these white hair people? That was a roundabout way, but I finally got to a score. I finally got to one. Yikes. Swipping over to DC, we got Batman and Robin number 36, this is Robin Rises part 4, I think there's like two more parts left, I don't know, Batman is still in his robot spawn costume, and he's in hell, and he's beaten up as his nerd, and then all the other Batman people come and they're not in spawn costumes, they're just in like Power Ranger costumes, and so they're all fighting people in hell, and then there's this tank that looks like a dinosaur, And Spawn Batman rips his head off, which you know, more power to Batman. But hello, this tank looks like a dinosaur. It's got like a dinosaur mouth. It's eating trash, I guess. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a transformer. Is this a transformer crossover? I don't know. Could be. I mean, look, this thing, this this dinosaur tank, is a Decepticon. You ever be driving around and you'll see like a truck. Like an 18-wheeler and it's looking like, mm, I don't know about this one. And you're like, I, this is probably a Decepticon. You ever get, like, I was running the other day and there was this, like, construction vehicle I'd never seen before, wasn't familiar with, and not usually parked there. And I don't think it was a Decepticon. And this thing, like, I, I got a pretty good feel for Decepticons. Autobots, I, pff, I don't even know. My own car could be an Autobot, I don't even know. But Decepticons, in this thing I'm looking at, this dinosaur tank, is a Decepticon. Probably they're not uh, like advertising as a Transformers crossover, because, I don't know. You know, the market's so oversaturated with all Wahlberg and stuff. Can't wait, though. Batman, can take off that cow. I, mean, I think we found a Transformer. It's going to be great. Uh, there's a Decepticon in this book. 101 Decepticon. One out of one Dinosaur Tank, they're the same thing, but it's like, not all Decepticons are Dinosaur Tanks. Are all Dinosaur Tanks Decepticons? Also, you know, maybe not. So they are two different things. One out of one Dinosaur Tank, one out of one Decepticon. I don't know if I could tell if a Dinosaur Tank was an Autobot, but I could tell if it wasn't a Decepticon. I'll tell you that much. This one definitely was. But if you drew me a dinosaur tank, I could tell whether or not it was a Decepticon. Are all things that aren't Decepticons Autobots? Or is there like a middle ground? can you just be a robot, you know? What if you don't like Deception, and you don't like automobiles? And you're a robot, what are you then? Probably just slaves in their never-ending war. Ugh, gotta be rough being a Transformer. Always defined by what you can become and never by what you are. It's got to be rough. It's got to be real rough. I mean, what if Optimus Prime just wants to be a truck? But everybody's like, no, you got to be the giant robot. And it's like, okay, you'll be the giant robot. And everybody's like, no, you got to be the truck, though. And then Optimus Prime is just like, who am I? What is this life? I've been slaying unaligned robot slaves for centuries and for what? And the seven cons are all about deception. What if you do want to see people? I don't know. Black Widow number 12, though, is the next book. And on the cover of Black Widow number 12 is... Not, not stretching the truth here. I'm talking literal with you. I'm being real. Anderson Cooper. Huh? Yep. Yep. Guest appearance by Anderson Cooper, who's all like... Hashtag, who is Black Widow? So, there's synergy. Twitter, Anderson Cooper, Black Widow. One out of one, CNN. Black Widow, number 12. Also fantastic art by Phil Noto, as always. Apparently, he's doing, like, all Marvel variant covers in February or something. That should be cool. Next book. Thrilled that this gets to be on the last episode, because it's uh, it's one of my favorite books that we've covered on this podcast. Mark Wade and Chris Sammy's Daredevil, number 10. And it's all about these little purple children, and their little purple man. So look, but also it's about depression. Which is like, I don't know, okay, it's got this fake-out ending. Melts in my heart. Melts in my heart. Mark Wade is up there. He's him, and like Brian K. Vaughan and Matt Fraction. I think Greg Pak too. are writers that do really sincere. Genuine moments, and they never feel cheesy. Like they're all—they're like heartwarming, but good. I don't know. They pull it off, and the end of the Daredevil number ten is that. But also, you got all these purple kids, and you got this purple man. Three books worth of it now. Never Prince. Never Purple Rain. No Darling Nikki. No Computer Blue. No No Little Red Corvette. Not even a little Purple Corvette. This cover on the cover of this. How many purple people are on here? Like, a bunch of purple people. It's raining. It's not purple rain. There's rain in this book's nine purple rain. Uh oh, Daredevil number 10. Heartwarming. Zero out of zero Prince, 0.0, out of zero Purple Rain. Alright? Come on. Get with the program. Maybe they're more of a Michael Jackson guy. Are those guys in direct competition. You think Michael Jackson and Prince ever fought? I guess is what I'm asking, and I'm gonna leave that for you to think about. If you're having trouble going to sleep one night, just close your eyes, think about that. You know, you'll get there. You'll get there. So back over to DC for our last two books. We have Justice League number thirty-six again. Jeff Johns Justice League, not one of my, uh, not one of my favorite books to cover over this uh, this last year, and this is the start of this amazovirus virus uh, arc. Which, okay, combo arcs, like, they're not built to be timely. They're planned out way far in advance. So it just so happens, though, that this Amazovirus arc is coming out in the midst of, like, Ebola scares and all that stuff. So it ended up being timely, I guess. I don't know. Amazovirus? That's kind of a a name, I guess. I mean, Amazo? I don't know. I guess that's a villain? I don't know. What do you want from me? I've been reading comics long. First issue for our artist, Jason Fabic, who did Detective Comics for a spell there, and did that excellent uh, Wrath arc with John Layman, I think his name was, and he's doing a good job here. He got Batman in like a hazmat suit. that has a Batman logo, and then a hazmat logo under it, and then like a Tron hat, and then there's like a bunch of money all over the place. And Superman gets set on fire, and all these people explode and die, and Wonder Woman's like, well, I'm a god, so I'm not getting sick. And like, so there's like everybody's sick, and Aquaman's sick, and then there's like a big monster zombie at the end. I don't know who this guy is, but I do know like some Batman. You gotta have the Batman logo and the hazmat logo. I mean, who's the ha- who's the hazmat logo really there for? Hmm. Everyone knows you, Batman. The bat symbol's right up front. They're probably not even gonna bother looking because you just got a cowl on. Is the hazmat, is it? Is it there because you feel like people need to know that you are safe from hazardous materials? Or is it there because you're not that confident in your suit and you need a little extra like, oh boy, I'm getting nervous, maybe I'll be And then you look down your chest so okay, hazmat logo. You know, I don't know. It's a, a little indulgent, Batman. Justice League number 36, a little indulgent. Oh man, so this is crazy. This is a good, this is the last book. Last book of the Point Troops Comcast. And I gotta say, it's a good one. It's a good one. Multiversity, this is Grant Morrison event. This is Multiversity Pax Americana number one. Yeah, so Multiversity is Grant Morrison's guide to the DC multiverse. This one is on Earth, whatever, Earth 4, I guess. I don't know. And it's an homage to Watchmen. Everybody should read Watchmen. And you got this like sad blue guy, but he's got hair. What's up with that? You need to shave. Yeah. So shave, please, is the score I'm giving it. But let's talk real about this. Graham Morrison is like a trip. You also the actually the score this gets is Graham Morrison because this is this is primo Morrison. He's all about being like way out there, way meta, really analyzing what a comic book is, and like, comic two dimensional, and it's a whole universe, and it's a real universe, and it's crazy, it's crazy. Graham Morrison has this idea that, you know, I mean, we have these rules when we tell stories. We start in the beginning, we end at the end. We don't have to do that, though. You can go wherever you want, you can tell a story however you want, and that's exactly what Graham Morrison does with this issue, and is really confusing and really awesome. Also, there's a guy who is impotent. Loser! This is a really good book. I'm really... Like, when Multiversity's done, I'm picking up the hardcover. Are you kidding me? Shoot. So, you got this bald weirdo. Or, he's not weird. He is weird. He's not bald. He's blue. Blue weirdo. With hair. He needs to get that hair rough. And then you got this other blue weirdo who is impotent. Erectile dysfunction? Yikes. So, you know... Multiversity, I'm going to call Multiversity number four because that's what it is. Or is it number five? I don't know. I think it's number four. I'm almost positive it's number four. Multiversity number four. Yes. One on one, Grant Morrison. Two out of two blue weirdos. And that's the books. Oh my God, we did it. So, some quick house cleaning before this is wrapped up. It costs money to host a podcast. I pay money every month to SoundCloud to keep my podcasts on SoundCloud. And since I'm no longer going to be updating the Pony Trucks comic on SoundCloud, I am more than likely going to let that subscription lapse, which I am led to believe will mean that only the most recent two hours of programming will remain on SoundCloud, which will probably amount to this episode, the penultimate, ultimate, spectacular, and the episode before that. Which I'm pretty sure means that those will be the only three episodes available on iTunes shortly. This has been in a few days. It might have already taken effect by the time this is up. So, you may no longer have access to all of the episodes of Plunger's Comic Cast. All 56 of them. I'm going to be doing some research. I, I think I've found some cheaper options. I may have found a free option. I don't know. To host this elsewhere. To sort of archive it. Because I don't want to pay... Fifteen dollars a month, just to have this on the internet. Sorry, not enough people listen. Uh, which means, like I said, we're probably going off of iTunes. But I, I want to find a home for these episodes on the web. They're near and dear to me heart. Um, so it might not be on SoundCloud. But if these go down, they disappear. You know, keep your ear to ponytricks.net. That's where I will, I will keep you guys apprised as to where this is. Worst case scenario, which isn't really that bad a scenario, is I will put all of these episodes into a zip file. I will put that zip file on pointtricks.net, and you can download in one big chunk all 50-some episodes of this podcast and have them. So, at some, I mean, ideally, what I really want to do have an episode guide for the whole podcast with the episode descriptions and then I'd like to make a spreadsheet of every comic book I reviewed on this podcast along with the review it got but I mean that's going to be an undertaking that's going to be quite an undertaking a lot of books a lot of reviews and a lot of me having to listen to myself talk so we'll see that that should happen at some point so that is what this podcast is at right now this episode will be available for sure uh, if you are just starting with the last episode, however, I, I don't know what your options are gonna be. I should know in a few days. So like I said, just if you're interested, pay attention to PointTricks.net. I will try and make sure that this this podcast and all its episodes always have a home on the web somewhere. And I will post where that exactly ends up being on PointTricks.net. Okay. So yeah, let's let's in summation I've got a few things few words on comics. Let's talk about comics real quick before I'm done. Like I haven't been reading comics that long. I started reading comics the fall of 2012. And now it's the fall of 2014. So I've been reading comics for two years. So when I started this podcast, I've been reading comics for a year. And I, uh, part of the reason I started this podcast is because not a lot of people hang out with read comic books. And I wanted to talk about comic books. Uh, let me tell you things about comic books. Comic books are great. There's a lot of really cool stories by a lot of really great creators. And you can only tell stories like that in comics. This is a multiversity book—you can't make this isn't a movie. This isn't a textbook. This is a comic book, and it has to be a comic book. The way it is told, the story it is telling, the devices it uses—it has to be a comic book. It's great. You got stuff like that, but then. Comic books are a business. People love them, but it's a business. and I feel like more so than any piece of entertainment I've enjoyed, it is a business. Let's look at Amazing Spider-Man number 10. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. No qualms about Amazing Spider-Man number 10. Spider-Verse is excellent. This is Spider-Verse part 2. So that's great. You you like Spider-Man. You like Dan Slott. You're enjoying the story. But then look at this. In the back they have a Spider-Verse checklist. So let's see. Spider-Verse proper is Amazing Amazing Spider-Man 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 six issues of Amazing Spider-Man. That sounds great. But, Spider-Verse checklist in the back here, there is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 more books. Over two times as many books that aren't this Amazing Spider-Man proper. And maybe you like Spider-Man and you'll feel obliged to get those books. And Marvel's not going to do anything to stop you. They want you to buy those books. is the same way. They really, really want you to spend money on products that are gonna inarguably be subpar, almost exclusively subpar. And they're gonna stamp a logo on it. They're gonna stamp that Spider-Verse logo on it. And they're gonna try their best to make you feel like you haven't heard the complete story unless you read everything with that logo on it. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. Again, comic books are great, but worth of advice. You're looking and getting comics. Let me tell you why not to read comics. Don't read comics. Don't buy a comic because you think it's going to be worth a lot of money. That's not a thing. Don't buy a comic because it's got a logo on it you like. Don't buy a comic because you feel like you're not going to have read a whole story without it. Buy a comic book because you like the story. Or you like the art. I don't know. People like different things about comic books. I mean, to be fair, buy a comic for whatever reason you want to buy a comic. But this is just off the cuff. This is my thoughts on it. I, I was reading a lot of books, I've read a lot of different books over this year. Yeah, yeah, people have read more, but I've whittled it down. And let me tell you what works for me, you read books by people that are good writers and good artists. You find the creators you like, you stick with them. Stick with them. It'll do the trick. Okay? So again, there's a lot of great reasons to read books. There's so many bad reasons to read comic books. And the people that make those comic books, well, companies that publish those comic books, they're not going to, I mean, they're not going to not put something out because it's not that good, you know? I don't know. So those are my words of wisdom when you go into comic books. And here's some more words of wisdom. Man, you got to read, all right, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo's Batman, Cliff Chang and Brian Azarell's Wonder Woman, Mark Wade and Chris Zamney's Daredevil right there. You got, in Matt Fraction, David Aja, and uh, I'm, I'm forgetting the other artist who's, who's done a lot of work. Hawkeye. Gotta read those. They're so good. And Saga. You gotta check out Saga. There's so many great books. There's so many great comic books out there. You really should, I mean, you know, go online, do some research, pick up a trade paperback, a few issues. costs like, you know, 15, 20 bucks. There's some excellent stuff out there. There's some really excellent stuff out there. There's just a lot of crap out there. Got to be careful not to get sucked in. Look at the pretty iceberg. But then they can be like, oh, there's more of the iceberg, you know. But to look at the rest of the iceberg, you got to jump in freezing cold water. And it's not worth it. Just look at the top of the iceberg and enjoy it. Just enjoy it. You don't need more of an iceberg. Just look at the iceberg. So that's my words on comics. And before I leave, I also want to leave you with a few words on podcasting for any prospective podcasters out there. so Podcasts are fun, and when I'm doing podcasts, and when I'm done with the podcast, every week it feels great. But the thing with podcasts is you gotta, it's gotta be regular. People gotta be able to depend on it. That's the number one piece of advice that I heard before I started this podcast, and I stuck with it. But when it's regular, it can become a chore. You gotta make sure you really love talking about what you wanna talk about especially if you're hosting by yourself because then you're just talking to yourself about something for half an hour every week and it can become a chore, let me tell you oh boy, not that I don't enjoy it but I'm looking forward to taking a break you know what I'm saying if you're going to host it, here's some pros and cons you host by yourself you can always be on your own schedule there's really no excuse not to have an episode every week Because you are the only person you have to schedule And you can find the time But if you're hosting by yourself Yikes I know for a fact There's some boring stuff on this podcast And what do you expect It's just me talking to myself Like a weirdo I'm only so entertaining I'll admit it So there's pros and cons to that But You know there's pros and cons To having a co-host also Because when there's a co-host You gotta synchronize two schedules And you think Oh that's twice as hard No It's like three times as hard It's very hard to synchronize two people and get a podcast recording, but when you do, it's a lot easier because you got a you got a sounding board. You know, you can throw out a joke, somebody will respond. You're not just talking to yourself like a weirdo. So you know, I've, I've this podcast and I have the Pill Talk podcast. This is by myself. The other one's with a co-host. It's a lot harder to get together with my co-host to record the other one, but when we're recording it, it's a lot easier and it's a lot funner, and I think it's a lot more listenable. By yourself, I don't know. And if you're gonna have a podcast, hosting. Hosting, man, I wish what I'd have known going in is that hosting, you know, I thought you you paid a payment to put it up on the internet. That's what you're paying for. That's not what you're paying for. You're paying to put it up and to keep it up, right? You're paying to keep it on the internet because it takes some space. So when you stop paying, it's done, it's gone. So make sure you do your research. Make sure you do your research before you start a podcast. That being said, I don't know, it's good to talk sometimes, even if it is just to yourself, because you get to put words to your thoughts and it, it helps you solidify how you feel about things. You know, Sometimes you think something and then you say it aloud and you're like, oh man, I am an idiot. That doesn't make any sense. Or sometimes you're just kind of babbling and you say something and you realize, oh, that's super profound and I'm great and I'm the coolest kid in school. So, you know, pros and cons. Pros and cons. I've enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the sum total of this podcast. I mostly just enjoy that I did it every every week for a year, which is impressive to me because I'm not the type to commit to something and I'm I'm, I'm out so now. Well, let's be real. Uh, you know what I'm about to say next. I did miss one Wednesday. I was in the ER. Okay was in the ER so there was one episode that didn't go up on Wednesday however it went up the next day Thursday and last week I posted an episode on Tuesday that evens out every Wednesday for a year shut up no asterisk I'm not playing that game every Wednesday for a year have this podcast up it was a good time there's something to do so that's that there's my advice to you as a prospective comic book reader if you're a prospective comic book reader and you've gotten this far man do you have some regrets am I right and advice you as prospective podcasters also man audacity oh I don't know don't you might not want to use audacity to record that's what I use it's kind of a pain and lastly quick little uh, little something or other about the future of, of me podcasting affiliated to Pony Tricks. again just keep going to ponytricks.net if you're interested um 2015 I plan to have another podcast hopefully one that will be a little more accessible Uh, I'll uh, sure I'll give you I'll spill the deets I'll spill the deets if I say it here out loud I feel like I've committed to have to do it so what the hey beat by beat look for beat by beat some point in 2015 after I figure out where I want to host it cheaper options Uh, look you ever want to watch your favorite movie but you're at work or driving you know you want to read a book but you're at work or driving you want to play a video game but you're at work or driving would well, that you could listen to it right beat by beat me and a different guest i'm not gonna say every week but me and me and guests me and my dear bros and friends get together and we will summarize for you beat by beat the story movies video games books comic books tv shows whatever interstellar was pretty great huh you wish you could relive it i guarantee you that's going to be an episode of beat by beat all right it's going to be like uh like a great fantastic collection of audiobooks. and it's coming it's a coming so keep tuned to pointtricks.net for more info on that i'm not going to promise january 2015 but at some point in 2015, and I don't know if it's gonna be weekly. There's a lot about it I don't know, which is why I didn't want to say anything about it immediately. But that is what is up as far as the future goes, and I'm gonna keep writing on Pointtricks.net. That'll be around. So yeah, you know, I don't know. Stick around. I'm still gonna be putting stuff out. You know, check 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 it out. Check 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 it out. And I think Pillow Talk is still. I mean, that's still happening. So feel free to check out the Pillow Talk podcast. That's over on SoundCloud. We were never able to get that on iTunes. They didn't accept our application. I don't know. It's messed up. It's messed up. And now this podcast is ending, but they accepted my application. I don't know. So looking forward to beat by beat. Comics are whatever. Podcasting is whatever. And thank you for listening. And I'll end on that. An enthusiastic and sincere, thank you for listening. All right. Well, I said I'd end on that. Now I'm saying other stuff. Uh, thank you for listening. Okay, goodbye.